This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. If you're a seeker, don't miss the inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening, Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles shamanic counselor and indigenously trained dream decoder Sander Cochran's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers throughout the Americas. Sandy's initiations across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt, combined with her knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth, influence her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private readings, sacred international journeys, a meditative CD, and her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate your earthwalk and create a deeper connection to yourself. Find this and more at her website, starwalkervisions.com. The Exxon Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All hit radio. Welcome to the X Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back, everyone. Uh, this is the Exxon. I am Rob O'Connell coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com on all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV, and our radio website, Exxon Radio TV, and for the Exxon Broadcast Network, where you can find out all the great programming that we have available to you, 724 365 as well as our new acquisition that we acquired over the past couple of days, the Wi-Fi Broadcast Network. All that information is at www.xzbn.net. As I have been saying uh, for this week, Laura and I went down to uh, Felsmere, uh, Florida this past or two weeks ago, from the 27th, 28th, 29th, we were part of the Parunity Conference. And I must tell you, as I've told my guest this hour, Larry Lawson, the people of Felsmere, the people of Sebastian in Florida, are the nicest, down-to-earth people that I have ever had the pleasure of meeting. Now, we stayed at the um, Captain Hiram's Resort in Sebastian, Beautiful place, friendly people, super food. If you go to Sebastian or that part of Florida, you have to go to Captain Hiram's. No two ways about it, gang. You have to. You will have a blast. You will be comfortable. You will be well taken care of. Then, during the Para, the Para Unity Conference, we had dinner at the... Um, Marsh Landing. Now, if you listen to Larry Lawson's show, show, Paranormal Stakeout, you will hear commercials about Marsh Landing. Once again, fantastic food, fantastic service. I had the pleasure of meeting uh, a young lady there who works there by the name of Jen. It was great. The worst part about the entire event was saying goodbye to Larry and the many friends that we made in, uh, in Sebastian and Felsmere. But I did find something out, Exonation. At the Power Unity Conference, 
There are dedicated, down-to-earth, honest, paranormal investigators who don't want the hoopla, who don't want the sensationalism, who don't want the drama. They want to be paranormal investigators. They are seeking the truth using credibility and professionalism. Mary Jo uh, Fister, who we had on the show, fascinating lady, great lady, had a great time. Thank you, Mary Jo, for, for having us, and we look forward to seeing you again next year. And special thanks to my guest this hour. He is the host of Paranormal Stakeout. By day, he is a detective at night, putting uh, a detective during the day, putting criminals away. And at night, he is a paranormal investigator. Larry Lawson, my good friend. Again, thank you and everyone in Sebastian and Felsmere for the great time that we had. Well, it sure was an honor having you down here. And uh, you were a huge part of the show. Uh, the conference, and you helped make it a success. So thank you too, Rob. You know, um, I, I have been, I have been telling people everywhere I can that Felsmere and Sebastian are the two undiscovered diamonds in Florida. Like you, you guys are fantastic down there. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, we like to, we like to think our little niche in the world is something special, and uh, we appreciate you feeling that way. Now, Larry, um, we've got to take a commercial break uh, shortly, but um, well, during the power conference, there were some great speakers. You did tours at night. You did investigations at night. Mm-hmm. You, you, you learn, you know, people had the opportunity of, of getting in on a, um, what, what was that, uh, where everybody sat down and discussed things on the Sunday? Um, Oh, oh, the, the uh, panel, the uh, panel, discussion right. panel? Yeah. yeah, I've got a good memory. It's just very short. Uh, happen, <laughs> happens with old age, you know. Uh, Craig, who's my guest this hour? Who? Larry who? Oh, Lawson. Okay. Yeah, I'm just kidding with you, buddy. Uh, it was a great event. You and Mary and her team and your team put a lot of hard work into that. And when we come back from this break, let's talk about the paranormal as the people who attended the Para uh, Unity Conference saw it with my special guest, Larry Lawson. Here's a couple of websites. Larry's radio show here on the XZBN, www.paranormalstakeout.com. His paranormal investigation team, paranormalfbi.com. And also something, if you're going to be down in that area, www.indianriverhauntings.com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell, Larry Lawson, and I return after this commercial break. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Mnemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Mnemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. 
If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today, Know the Name, Know the Person, or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Take a step back in time and discover old Florida cuisine at Marsh Landing Restaurant in Felsmere, Florida. Enjoy delicacies such as frog legs, gator tail, catfish, and swamp cabbage, or enjoy the more traditional cuisine such as hand-cut Angus steaks, ribs, and seafood. Join us for breakfast with a southern flair featuring sweet potato pancakes, biscuits and gravy, and much more. Planning a party? Marsh Landing's private dining rooms can accommodate groups from 8 to 80 people. While you visit, enjoy the historic pictures, artifacts, and stories that line the walls. Marsh Landing is truly a unique experience. Marsh Landing Restaurant, 44 North Broadway in historic downtown Felsmere. Or visit marshlandingrestaurant.com. Marsh Landing, Old Florida cuisine at its best. Welcome back, everyone. Larry Lawson is our special guest. Uh, Larry is the founder and lead investigator of the Florida um, Florida Bureau of Paranormal Investigation, www.paranormalfbi.com. And he's also the host of Paranormal Stakeout here on the Exxon Broadcast Network. Larry, what do you, uh, you know, based on, I'm, I'm sure that you, Mary Jo, and the rest uh, did a, um, you know, did a, a review of the of the conference. What do you think some of the main uh, main things that came out that were discussed that you know had people hmm. shaking, you know, scratching their heads and saying, "Hmm." I think probably the the need for that database that everybody will use, yeah. and not not just anybody that just wants to. Um, Get information for the thrill of it, but I mean a database used by investigators for investigators so that we can correlate information between investigations. Uh, the database seemed to be the, the most important um, topic that came up through the whole conference. Now, uh, during the evening hours, you did investigations with uh, the people who were there. Tell us about mm-hmm. the investigations that you did. Well... You need to understand the reason we 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 do that. We had teams there, of course, but we also had members of the of the public that came in to want to learn more, mm-hmm. and that's uh, a tact that we have in in teaching folks what it is we do, what the field of paranormal investigation is. So during the uh, during the evening after the the conferences during the day, we would take folks to our spots in Felsmere where we've had uh, documented activity, allowed them to use the equipment, ask the questions. Uh, I think one of the most important uh, events that occurred was uh, Brian Kano, one of our other guest speakers, had a group of people in our library, the Marion Fell Library, and was conducting an experiment about uh, the projection of, uh, of of energy and how that could possibly be misconstrued as a spirit. Banana. And th- uh, Banana was the word. Banana, Banana. exactly. <laughs> Banana was the word. And and uh, just so the listeners can understand, what, what Brian the experiment Brian conducted was having everybody concentrate on that word for the purpose of finding out if that the energy from that created an EVP, uh, electronic voice phenomenon. Um, I personally didn't hear it because I wasn't there the whole time, but I've talked to several folks that said that they actually heard mm-hmm. that word come across, which opens up a whole new uh, view of how our own energy uh, can can influence an investigation. So does that mean that the investigators on an investigation can actually be the cause of the EVP or the uh, or the paranormal activity? Uh, I would I would prefer to say could influence it. Yes, and and not necessarily in a negative way. Understand, mm-hmm. spirits are in theory energy themselves. All this experiment showed was that the living could use that energy also. So it's something investigators need to learn to be aware of to keep their emotions in check, yeah. their excitement in check, to keep things uh, in, 
investigatorily sound, if that makes sense. But what happens, like we haven't been able to establish that that spirits are energy at this point in the in the scientific investigation into the paranormal, have we? No, no. All of this is still theory, Rob, mm-hmm. and that's what this is all about. Anybody that says, I have the answer, probably probably are either lying or severely mistaken. None of us have all the answers yet. Certainly the energy mm-hmm. is is a logical theory at this point, but the equipment as well as the techniques still need to be developed to definitively prove that, and that's that's what we're trying to do. What was what were some of the pieces of equipment that you were being used that you were using throughout the investigation? Oh, uh, there, the, a lot of the teams brought another lot of their own equipment. And excuse me, uh, we had the typical K two meters, mel meters, uh, voice recorders. All those things were were being used. Um, mm-hmm. There was a very neat piece of equipment there. A guy named Steve Huff developed it called the portal. Uh, that I've I've actually seen some very compelling evidence come from uh, in in the not too di- distant past. So that's it was a whole merit of all the uh, tools and equipment we have in the field. But I think a guy a guy named Sean Porter was also there. He's one of the foremost, in my opinion, inv- inventors of paranormal equipment. Mm-hmm. And he he and I had a very in depth discussion on what he, could he do or what could the Field paranormal engineers, if you will, do to tweak equipment, to update the equipment, to maybe get better information, to get more accurate um, readings that will help prove these issues of energy and what spirits are and what they are not. What is the ultimate goal of a paranormal investigator or a paranormal team? Let's say you and your team go out, they use uh, the the equipment that that is up and coming, and it is proven that ghosts are real. Then what? Mm-hmm. Well, it, you know, you ask what what the goals are. There, there, there could be varied ones. Mm-hmm. I can speak for myself. Yeah, uh, okay. being, being a career investigator, I want to find the answers. I want to know what's on the other side. There's been so much uh, evidence that has not been um, debunked over the years. That in my own personal experiences tells me there is something out there. What it is yet, I'm not sure. I don't know. But I want to find that answer. There are many in the field that truly want to use um, this knowledge to help others, perhaps those left on this earth to um, uh, deal with the death of another, to know that their, their loved one is somewhere safe. Uh, it could be to help somebody perhaps deal with a, a spirit that is causing them some sort of harm. There's mm-hmm. different uh, motives for doing it, and, and most of them are legitimate. But all of, all of this work is designed to meet those varied goals. Okay, but as a police detective, mm-hmm. you go out, investigate a crime to catch the perpetrator, to bring that perpetrator to justice, right? Correct. You deal in physical evidence. Exactly. Okay. In your opinion, what is the most compelling piece of evidence that has not been debunked uh, yet to to prove that the paranormal is real? Talking on a personal level, things that I've seen shadow figures that I've personally seen, voices that I cannot, cannot explain right. and would not, would not fit into this, uh, this category of, be, of projection um, like banana. It wasn't anything like that. So I've seen that. Now, how do I prove that? I don't, I don't know yet, Rob, yeah. I, other than I know what I heard. See, and that's the big difference um, here. I know there's something different out there. What has got me motivated is to find out what that is. I know what happened. I now got to prove why it happened. Not not unlike a lot of criminal investigations where you have a crime. You know mm-hmm. that a crime occurred, and now you've got to put those pieces of that puzzle together to take it to court and prove it to a jury. And that's where I'm coming from. But, with, uh, but when you're doing a criminal investigation, Larry, mm-hmm. you have fingerprints. Mm-hmm. You have forensic evidence. You have scientific evidence. Sure. You know, you, you've, you have a a host of resources that you can bring to to actually bring that evidence before a judge and a jury to get the conviction. Sure. 
ha- is the equipment that is being that is being used by paranormal investigators today of that standard, and if not, why? Uh, because it's it's technology is just coming into the its its own in that field. Hey, if you go back and you look at the history of criminal investigations, back in the day they used to use measurements of the head and lengths of your arm mm-hmm. to prove identif- to identify folks. As time and procedures and techniques improved, we found that that was that was a fallacy. That sure. didn't work. Hence, fingerprints come in. Now we've got DNA. It is a growing field. Paranormal investigation is no different. Now, there is one bit of difference there, and that's that um, ability to prove. How can I prove to you, Rob McConnell, that I saw a figure standing in front of me, which has happened to me? But you see, you, Larry Lawson, I -hmm. respect not only as a friend, but as a police officer. If you tell me you saw something, I will believe you unequivocally, because I know you. True, but to take uh, just like you could know somebody committed a crime, and I'm thinking of a case I'm working on right now. I know dang well who committed the mm-hmm. crime. I have yet to prove it, and until I can prove it, I can believe it all I want. Sure, but I got to have the evidence, and that's where we're going with this, and that's where the conference was so important because yeah. we had heartfelt discussions about how we can improve techniques, how we can improve technology, what can we do to take these theories which is a lot of what we deal with right now, are theories. Mm-hmm. How can we take those theories and get that tangible physical evidence? Um, I'm not going to sit here and say um, mediums, for example. I think mediums are, are, are valuable, and I do believe there are mediums out there that are absolutely uh, legitimate. It's like anything else. You've got charlatans and you've got legit on, in, in all fields. Sure, I agree. But you, but you cannot prove unequivocally with tactile physical evidence what a a medium is seeing. Well, we've got to get to the point where we can take that information and we can gain some sort of physical evidence. That's a long way off, but we're working towards it. But wouldn't you agree, Larry, that there are a lot of charlatans within the paranormal and there are those who claim to be uh, experts in their field that that time has proven them to be wrong. For example, I had booked Sylvia Brown to be a guest on my show and and she died you know weeks before that she had booked my 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 show now I my thing was well geez how come you didn't know you were going to die well I can't I I am not sensitive like that I have no idea how to explain that I I will tell you this we got to have some level of faith um Personal experiences have told me that they're not all charlatans out there. And let's face it, there are charlatans in the legal world. There are charlatans in the medical world. There are people that will take advantage of those in need and those that are hurting in all fields. I agree. Thank God there's no charlatans in politics. Uh, Big Brother may be listening, so I'm not going to answer that. Uh, but, But my point is... We can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah. You're, you're a former cop. Yeah. You've seen things, and I'm not saying paranormal, but you've seen things that you just can't explain yep. or you just can't understand how they happened. Yep. Well, same thing here. We've, you know, These are things that we have not yet been able to explain, but we will because you've got to have the faith and the desire to keep moving forward. And by God, I'm going to keep moving forward until I get the physical evidence. That's what I like about you, your tenacity, your, your get-go, your, your will, your determination. You yeah. Well, you know, if, if, um, if you were to stop every time somebody said, hit the BS monitor on mm-hmm. you, or said, I don't believe you, or that doesn't happen, then we wouldn't get anywhere. I can think of a, a, at least one major case that I worked where my boss came to me one day and said, Larry, you're not going to prove it, put it away, you know, close the case. Yeah. That individual is still in prison today because I proved the case. So it just takes perseverance. And there are some really terrific people in the field. You met them over yes, the week yeah. uh, that, that have the same drive to, to work to prove it. Now, you got to be careful to not let your emotions garner your results. Stand by, my friend. You and I have to take our break. Exonation, Larry. Lawson is our guest, www.paranormalfbi.com, www.indianriverhauntings.com. And to listen to Larry on the Exxon Broadcast Network, 
Go to xzbn.net, look for his name, or visit his show website at paranormalstakeout.com. I'm Rob McConnell. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. While science pursues fact, magic accesses the quantum level, bridging random facts to form truth. As long as science and magic remain separate and polarized, the truth cannot be known. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Join me on the Science of Magic radio program, dedicated to unification and evolution of consciousness. During each episode, I'll be speaking with experienced and respected scientists and mystics. From astrologers to astronomers, from medical doctors to shaman, the scientific method to dowsing and intuition, we'll weave together information from seemingly divergent practices to promote unity and enlightenment. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, and the Science of Magic right here on the Mutual Broadcast Network. For more information, visit www.thescienceofmagic.net. Gibbs A. Williams, Ph.D., is a practicing psychoanalyst, supervisor, researcher, and author in New York City. Much of his life has been dedicated to understanding nature and the uses of meaningful coincidences or synchronicities. His radical and original non-Jungian, non-mystical, non-magical theory of synchronicities illuminates much of the fog surrounding this challenging and perplexing topic. His ideas and manners are fresh, presented in a style that is both entertaining and highly informative. He is also an expert on crisis intervention, specially focused on violence reduction for the police and citizens, mastering anxiety, frustration, and stress without the use of medication, and effectively preventing and treating heroin addiction. Dr. Williams can be contacted at his email address at gwwilliamsny11 at aol.com or visit his website at... Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. Welcome back, everyone. Larry Lawrence is our special guest, and his website is www.paranormalfbi.com, www.indianriverhauntings.com. 
And for all the information about Larry on the Exxon Broadcast Network, you can go to xzbn.net or visit his website, the show website at paranormalstakeout.com. All his shows are listed there, and you can listen to them right on that site. Hey, Larry, before we go, uh, before we get on to the next topic, you were telling me about a gentleman that both you and I, well, I forgot to talk about, and he played a very Hi. important part, and that's uh, Greg Bush. Greg Bush, it's Mary Jo's uh, yeah. better half. I won't say better half because Mary Jo's the better half, but they're, they're, they're uh, a team together. Yeah. They're a husband and wife, and they did a great job. They were really instrumental in starting a lot of this, so there, I want to make sure they get the kudos. There's two super people. They, they are, are. They are. They truly are. Um, the paranormal is is gaining speed, and I know that you have plans into organizing it because as as a as a former teacher yourself mm-hmm. education is very important to you structure yeah, is very I, important to you I, uh you know during part of my police career was uh you know i ran the police academy in the area and mm-hmm. uh, taught uh, criminal justice courses as the uh department chair so yeah education is is vital if you're going to reach the next level i mean that's what happened in law enforcement as, as you well know, the education uh, increased and so did the quality of law enforcement. I know that, that you have some serious plans that, that, that you are working on with other members mm-hmm. of your team as well as members of the community. But if you could share your vision when it comes to courses and, and mm-hmm. what the investigators or the new people who want to get into the field as paranormal investigators should do. How do you see that happening, and what courses or what should they be taught? Uh, c- courses could come in c- a couple of different forms, but really, what what you're what you're driving at, what I'm driving at, is taking individuals, training them how to properly conduct an investigation, um, how to use the equipment properly, how to collect the evidence and preserve the evidence mm-hmm. properly, and how to present it. And that comes in a couple of different uh, formats. Uh, accreditation is something that must come with it also. In other words, there must be standards, standards that folks meet in order to give the evidence they collect uh, credibility, if you can see where I'm going with that. Uh, taking individuals, uh, taking a, the best of the best in our field, and having them come together creating standards. And from those standards come the courses taught to maybe new people getting into the field and perhaps even at a, a later date accrediting their work at some level. And in, in, we do it in education all the time. Uh, we do it in law enforcement all the time with national accreditation. It's all about creating standards and creating goals that folks must meet mm-hmm. to make sure that everybody's doing it the same way. How are you, how do you think that this I, I think you've got a wonderful idea there. I agree with everything that you have said, Larry. But how can we how can we best try to get this technique to be implemented across the board? Because there the, right now in the United States there's over five thousand different paranormal teams. Mm-hmm. Each team wants to find the smoking gun and they're they you know a lot of teams don't want to share information so you and i both know that in the exchange of information is necessary in solving any mystery mm-hmm. whether it's police work whether it's uh whatever the case may be so how do we how do we go about working with these other teams to get them to kind of understand the importance of education, the importance of sharing information, that working together to solve the mystery is basically what it's really all about. And Rob, you described law enforcement 30, 40 years ago. We were there. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't share information. It's my case. I don't want to share with you. Somebody else may get the credit for my work. Yeah. instead of looking at the final goal of putting bad guy in jail. And look where we are today. Today, it is uncommon for agencies not to share information. And, of course, it still happens at some level. But uh, generally today, we all work together. Let's take that tact with the, with the paranormal field. Mm-hmm. We got to be 
over the years, it took the creation of standards, accreditation of uh, uh, models in different states as well as nationally, and finally getting people to the point where they want to be recognized for setting being part of this gold standard. That's what happened with national accreditation law enforcement. Agencies now seek to do that, where 30, 40 years ago, maybe not. So let's that's going to happen in the paranormal field if we don't give up. Now, we have to create the standard. We have to we have to create an air of inclusiveness, which is what the ParaUnity Conference was about, getting folks together to talk about best practices, standards, um, training. And that's what happened at this, this conference here. And such good things came out of it mm-hmm. with folks that are really, uh, really well known. And that's what we need to do. We need to create it, and then we need to stay with it and just work it and don't give up. But what about the groups out there who, who do this basically as a hobby? Now, we're ta- we were using the example of police officers and the standards mm-hmm. that have been set for police. Police mm-hmm. get paid. We are paid professionals. Mm-hmm. The more we learn, the more we make. Because the more you learn, the higher up the chain of command you go. How do we how do we relate this or translate it to the paranormal investigator who nine times out of ten pays for their equipment out of their pocket, gives and volunteers their own time? How do we get them to to see the big picture? You just answered your own question, actually. I did. You didn't. I'll God, explain I'm why smart. in just a second. You're so smart. <laughs> um, look, I used to teach my police recruits that if you got into law enforcement mm-hmm. because you wanted to wear the cool uniform, drive the fast car, carry a gun, all those things, you will never find true happiness. To be a successful law enforcement officer, you must understand you're a servant of the people mm-hmm. and you're willing to wear that yoke of service. There you'll find your true happiness. So take that theory and, and in my opinion, that's the police officers that are really happy with what they're doing. When I they agree. Finally accepted that. Okay. I agree. Paranormal investigators—they're doing this because they want to, because they believe. Most, most have valid reasons for wanting to do it, whether it be to find the answer or mm-hmm. whether it be help people. But they have a—they—they they have a belief. Taking that in mind, I think that if we can, can create these standards create these trainings that people will accept as a as a general model eventually we will get folks um completely falling in line with it and and wanting to be part of that standard and i think they're going to want to do it rob because they believe you can't be successful in this business this paranormal field unless you you believe and i'm not necessarily believing that go surreal, but believe that there's something else out there that is worthwhile finding the answer to. It, you I see, think most, go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I want to believe. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to believe. But in order for me to believe, I have to see the evidence. Okay. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. But if you want to, if you truly want to find the evidence, then find the way, not you, but just in general... Find the way to get there. It's easy for folks to say, no evidence, I don't believe it. Well, if that's the case, i got a guy sitting in prison right now that would still be out hurting kids. And I'm kind yeah. of, maybe maybe that's a little off the track. But no, but still... I, I understand that because I know this is a passionate, a passion of yours. Not hurting kids, but putting the perpetrators behind the bars. And you exactly. know what? That, I, I can understand that, you know. But I, I to this very day... I can honestly say that I have never had a paranormal experience. And yet I do this show. I talk to people who have. And uh, I've been asked, well, Rob, if you don't believe, why are you doing your show? Well, it's very simple. I want to believe. And I believe somewhere out there is the evidence I will I need in order to make my uh, to believe but just because i'm going to believe doesn't mean i am not going to change my outlook no you shouldn't you should stay skeptical because if you stay skeptical then when you do find the evidence Mm -hmm. it's going to be profound and it will 
affect you that way. You know, I coming to think of it, I, I think I might have had a paranormal experience once, but that was only after I had a bad burrito, so I don't know if that counts. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. Moving right along. <laughs> that was good, Rob. That was good. <laughs> Thank you. The, the listeners aren't going to want to hear us laugh here. Now, come on. Um, my my whole point being is, I think it's great you're skeptical. I think it's great that you want to believe, but you want the proof. That's going to make you an even more valid investigator. It's going to make you an even more valid um, member of the paranormal field because if we had everybody saying, oh, did you hear that bump? It must be the ghost of so-and-so. Well, that's, that means nothing. That's not valid. And that's what hurts the credibility of what we do. Yeah. If we have somebody that says, look, mm -hmm. guys, I'm not hearing this. You're saying it's here. I'm not hearing this. Tell me, Tell me how you got this information. Tell me how you got this EVP. That's the type of folks that we need. You know, I'm, I, I, I still have a hard time wrapping my head around why certain places like Waverly Hills Sanatorium, why, mm -hmm. why, why, why the ghosts or the spirits hang around there? You know, and, and how do they feel? How do these, these, these once human living people who are now spirits feel that they are, you know, they are, they're looked upon by many, and I'm not talking about the fine people that I met down your way, but oh, by they, many they, groups as, you know, they're, they're, they're like a zoo. They're like, exactly. they must yeah, feel like yeah. they're in a zoo. No, right. I totally agree. And that's one of the things that must come with training is the understanding and respect. Mm -hmm. You gotta, we still don't know why they're there. Yeah. I mean, there's tons of theories. You and I have discussed them ad nauseum. There's, there's lots of theories. The bottom line is we don't know yet. Okay. We do know, I, I, I feel confident in telling you I have experienced enough to know that they are out there. Now, whether it's residual energy, whether it's uh, an intellectual uh, entity that can respond to us, and I've, I've been fortunate to experience both, I, I, I don't know why they're there. Yeah. Now, why a place like Waverly Hills? Look at the horror, the, the pain that's there. That's my opinion as to why things may be trapped there, and it may be that residual energy. And I and I must tell you, I I do find uh, I do find that theory to be reasonable. The the energy, uh, the energy part of uh, mm -hmm. what a spirit is. I don't know why. But but once again, once again, if a spirit is residual energy, mm -hmm. right, then the energy cannot be locked or secured to any point because energy cannot be confined unless it's surrounded. Energy is free. Mm -hmm. So why doesn't well, it just off? Well, and maybe they do. I mean, uh. Uh, those are questions we don't have the answers to. And, and I guess maybe that's one reason why I find this so fascinating also is it doesn't make sense. Why, why are you yeah. stuck there and why haven't you moved on? Uh, and yes, I've had mediums or, or spiritual people tell me why that happens, but I have not seen the proof of that, so I don't know why. All right, my friend, please stand by. We have to take our final break for this hour. Exxon Nation, Larry Lawson is our guest. ParanormalStakeout.com, ParanormalFBI.com, IndianRiverHauntings.com. And don't forget, if you're ever in that part of Florida, Marsh Landing for the best food, Captain Hiram's Resort for the best food, hospitality accommodations. I'm Rob McConnell. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. 
No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Wouldn't you love to know the secret to everything? I'm Dr. Kimberly McGeorge, and on The Secret to Everything, we will merge the practical with open investigation into all realms of the mysterious. We will talk to cutting-edge alternative health practitioners, those who inspire and motivate you in business and life, and of course, we will share stories of the paranormal, conspiracy, and cryptozoology. You will transform because of the frequency I carry, the frequencies my guests carry. Life may never be the same after you listen to this program. For the secret to everything is for you, the listener. For those who desire more in every area of their lives and believe that it can still be found. Listen and discover thesecrettoeverything.com. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. You're listening to the X-Zone Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. Explanation. Larry Lawson is our special guest for this hour, www.paranormalstate.com. Larry is the host of Paranormal, paranormalstakeout.com. Not Paranormal State. That was that crappy show on Andy. www.paranormalstakeout.com. Paranormalfbi.com and indianriverhauntings.com are the websites. And... Um, by day, he is a police detective. By night, he's a ghost investigator, paranormal researcher. Listen, uh, Larry, uh, the other night I was uh, I, I was doing some paperwork, and I happened to turn on the uh, Netflix, and they had Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters with the with the ladies. Oh yes. Uh, as 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 a as a seasoned paranormal investigator, what do you think about these kind of shows like Ghostbusters? You know. <laughs> Well, I didn't. I didn't see the new one yet, to be honest with you. But I certainly saw all the old ones. Yeah. Well, look, you got you can take it two ways. Uh, it's like uh, uh, me with police shows. I do not like police shows because you know people actually believe that's how it's done. Uh, whether it's uh, a comedy like Ghostbusters or one of the more mainstream, serious uh, paranormal investigative shows, mm-hmm. it serves a purpose. And this is just my opinion. Right. It serves a purpose 
allowing folks to uh, experience it. Now, what they have to do is seek out the true answers, the true the true proper ways to investigate. But certainly the shows may very well have gotten folks interested in the field Mm -hmm. that may not have known about it, how to do it or whatever before. So it does serve a purpose. But what we all have to be mindful of is it's TV. And when it's TV or it's for entertainment, they do many things that just are not real. And so I I guess you could say I've got mixed emotions there. They, They serve a purpose yet they have to be taken in the context of what they are. Exactly. The person has to be responsible enough to understand that... Absolutely. ...that, you know, entertainment is for entertainment and reality is, in the most of the cases, totally different from the entertainment value aspect. Yeah. And that's not to say that a lot of the folks that are on the shows, I'm certainly not disparaging any of them, because there's some great people out there that have been on the TV shows and have done some really, really great work. Uh, Brian Kano is a great example that was at our conference. He's doing some tremendous work right now. So I don't want to make it sound like I disparage folks or even the industry. It's Mm -hmm. just you got to take it for what it is. Oh, that's my job. That's what I do. True. Listen, uh, you've had a number of great guests on your show. Um you had Gwilda Wiak on, and you had Joe Wiegent on. Great, great guys. Yeah, yeah. and then you had Andrea Perrin on. Uh, she was mm-hmm. she was lady behind the Conjuring. Um, right. What is your take on on haunted houses to the extent where there's where there's um, poltergeist activity, demonic uh, demonic presences? Um, hmm. Once again, based upon based upon my life experiences, I'm never going to say nothing is possible. Yeah. Hell, I, whenever I think that I have found the ugliest criminal out there, the most depraved criminal out there, I find somebody that's a little bit worse. So for me to say that anything is impossible, mm-hmm. no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. To, uh, to believe that sometimes folks can make things a little bit um, more exaggerated they are, especially in the entertainment world. Absolutely, and that's what we got to watch out for. But can can it be that what we consider exaggeration can actually be real to them? And oh, absolutely! Because we're standing outside of the box, we can kind of see that what they are perceiving isn't the entire picture, but only the sliver that they feel is affecting their life. Absolutely. People's perception is their own reality. And that's why it's imperative that investigators have the ability to step outside the box and objectively look at what they have. Uh, That's why teams are so important, because you'll get somebody on Mm -hmm. your team that might be just getting really too into it and they're letting their emotions run away with it. And somebody else in the team has to grab them by the the scruff of the neck and say, yo, uh, you know, Let's take a look at this objectively. Yeah. Uh, so that there's no question that people can get caught up in their own beliefs and what they what they're wanting to have happen. Uh, and I think that the experiments that Brian was working on, uh, Welda was is also uh, talking about it on my show, uh, the ability to project our own energies mm-hmm. to create false readings of the paranormal. I think that's a real fascinating study that needs a lot more work. You know, and I really like when you and other investigative groups call themselves a team because one of the things we learned in police work up here was there's no I in the word team. That no matter what you do is you do it together. And I, I think I've used this analogy before that... I believe that everyone is born with a piece of the jigsaw puzzle in their pocket. And if we were all to go to a big table, take out that piece of the jigsaw puzzle that we all have and work together to to finish this puzzle, that there would be no more mysteries. Once again, working as a team. Absolutely. And you have one of those pieces of the puzzle in your pocket, too. Every one of us does. Yeah. And working together is the answer. And that was the greatest thing about the Parity Conference and the ones we're going to do in the future, that's what we promote. That's what we believe in. That's what our vision is. Uh, team unity to answer these questions, to help people find the answers they seek. When you're out uh, talking to people and you're doing your historic um, tours and you're doing paranormal investigations with people who, 
who want to join you for the first time to better understand what a paranormal investigator does, what are some of the questions that you get asked? A lot of the same questions you've asked. Well, how come I've never seen anything? How do you know that, that uh, when, when somebody hears something that it's not a, a natural mm-hmm. event? Um, what do I need to do to get better at this? All the same questions that you ask us in our in your interviews of us, and that's what we try to honestly answer: practice, dedication. Um, you got to have an open mind. If you if you come into this just as a police detective, and I and I spend a lot of time in this. If I walk into a crime scene and I automatically say I already know what happened here, then I have closed myself off immediately to any other angle of the investigation. And that means you're not a very good detective. Exactly. Yeah. So you have to come into this with an open mind, be willing to learn from others, be willing to accept information from others, mm-hmm. be willing to look at all the angles. That's when you put the bad guy away, and it's also when we will eventually find the answers to the paranormal. Have you ever been perplexed by a question that has been asked to you by someone that you meet who either is on a tour or just happens to know that you're not only a police detective but a paranormal investigator. Oh, yeah. How can you believe this? You're a cop. You're not supposed to believe things like this. And uh, I don't know if that really perplexes me because I actually know how to answer that one with, uh, do you want a detective that's going to come in and make a decision based upon just what I feel or do you want a detective that's going to come in and look at the entire crime scene put the pieces of the puzzle together and come up with the correct answer. Do you want open mind or closed mind? Then they get it. I'll take open minded any day of the week. I agree. So what is next for you and uh, the members of Paranormal FBI? Well, we've got a lot of things going here. One of the uh, things that we're working on now is creating a laboratory. Uh, you and I have discussed yeah. this. Um, in in the city of Felsmere, I've got some tremendous support from the city fathers. And my vision, my goal is to create an area where we can conduct the experiments. We can conduct the investigations we need to improve the equipment, to improve the techniques, and hopefully get the answers uh, to this age-old question. So that's where we're heading now is the creation of this paranormal laboratory that's going to include the opportunity for everybody in the field the serious investigators in the field to come out and be part of these investigations because, once again, it's about all of us working together to get the answers. And we have an opportunity in Felsmere to create that type of environment, and we are really charged up and looking forward to it. Something like a paranormal you, huh? No comment. No, no, paranormal <laughs> university. Paranormal yeah, I was thinking of the TV show. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Exactly. And that's where this issue of training standards um, come into play. Accreditation comes into play because that's what's going to change this when we come up with those standards. We come up with those trainings and get everybody on board on what it takes, what it's going to take for us to do standard investigations. During During the course of an investigation as a paranormal investigator, have you ever come across ectoplasm? Not personally, no. Um, I've, you know, pictures, I've questioned Mm -hmm. whether it was in the pictures, but no, physically, no. And and what is your opinion on orbs? Uh, I'm not an orb guy. I'll tell you Mm -hmm. right up front. I think 90% of the time it's a piece of dust. It's a, it's a, an insect, Mm -hmm. but I have seen orbs that I cannot explain. Um, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, I know exactly what they are, but, uh, their, their, their movements, their colors, their shapes could not be appropriately explained to me. Uh, it wasn't weather-related weather, um, or right. anything like that. So I'm not a big orb guy, but I do believe that there is a possibility that they, they do uh, their energy balls. Larry, you and I have to say so long for tonight, my good ah. friend. But again, thank you very much for your hospitality. It was great meeting you and the members of your team. Also to Mary Jo Fister and to Greg Bush and to the other fine people of Felsmere and Sebastian, especially the people at Marsh Landing and Captain Hiram's. Thank you so much for your hospitality. And Larry, your friendship means a lot to me. And uh, give out the websites again, buddy. All right. Thanks, Rob, for having me on. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you soon. All right. Give your websites out. Oh, my website, yeah. www.paranormalfbi.com, 
www.paranormalstakeout.com if you have any questions for me on the show. And certainly visit www.indianriverhauntings.com if you're in our area, and we'll show you a terrific time. At Exonation uh, this week on Paranormal Stakeout, Kevin Randall is going to be Larry's guest. I'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Check us out at www.xzbn.net. Mm-hmm. 